Thank you all for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. On today's episode, we have friend of the program and 24-7 sports reporter Justin Thindon to talk everything from what on earth is Michigan State's basketball offseason going to look like in and outside the transfer portal, and hey, yeah, football. Yeah, we're going to talk some football. All right, let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Friends, family, Locked On Spartans Nation, how on earth are you guys doing on this wonderful hump day? Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen on this beautiful Beautiful Wednesday. Uh, yes, on today's show, uh, this is a, a good friend of the program, Justin Thind of 24-7 Sports, uh, obviously the super plugged-in guy uh, that reports on all things Michigan State basketball and football. So we're going to take a crack at uh, everything that he has to offer here, all the knowledge that he has inside and outside the program, what on earth this Michigan State basketball offseason is going to look like. We also check in on football in the third segment of today's episode, talk about what their next portal move is going to be, what recruiting's looking like, just, hey, spring football starting, and after a few weeks of neglect for football as, well, basketball has dominated the show. It's nice just to check in to a, to an old friend that is the Michigan State football Spartans. But before we get to that conversation, two quick things. First, hey, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Always appreciate your reviews. And also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find me. So, I'll stop wasting your time. I know full well that you're tuning in to listen to Justin, so hey, let's just get to him. Let's just get to him right now. Friend of the program, and let's be honest, the sole reason that you're tuning into today's episode, he is the one, the only Justin Thind of 24-7 Sports. Uh, he knows everything about everything Michigan State, so yeah, it's time to crack that head open and see what's in that brain over there, Justin. How on earth are you doing uh, before we start our hot seat chat? Hmm. Well, ho- hopefully there's something in this brain because uh, that's a lot of pressure to live up to. Um, there's there's not much to know right now, but anything I know, I will tell you. Let's go. All right. Well, do you know what? I'm just going to start off with, with a little true or false right here. You, you got to you know, spice it up every so often, especially when you come on as often as you. You got to keep the spark okay. alive, the magic alive, Justin. So we'll do a true or false right now. And this isn't about the transfer portal, but we will get to that in a hot second. But first. True or false, you would be shocked, shocked if any of the three seniors came back next season. Of course, that's Joey Hauser, Gabe Brown, Marcus Bingham. True or false? Mm. Oh, some pause. The pause actually surprises me. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I kind of want to say true, um, but I hesitate because of just Joey Hauser here. Yeah. Um, And... And I know that he had a, a great end to his season. And even even more than the end, in, in February, he was playing better than mostly everybody else when the rest of the team was kind of flailing. So kind of mm-hmm. had a good four or five weeks there. And I don't know if that might have changed his outlook. I know he was basically gone before the season started. Like, this is his last year. But right. he's kind of had a different end to his season than he kind of had earlier. But Bingham is gone, I would say, um, in the 95% kind of category of confidence level. 
Um, Gabe Brown, he's he's not at the 95% confidence level, but he's up there. He's most likely not returning either. Um, his quote that people referenced from last post game of him saying using it as motivation for next year, I took that to mean as him using it for motivation wherever he's playing basketball next year, not necessarily at Michigan State. Yeah, that's how I took it as well. Um, any idea like what a timeline on these guys would be, or is that as much of a mystery to you as it is seemingly everyone else? So I would think they would not take too long, um, at least Marcus and Gabe, will not take too long to declare for the draft. Um, but they might take all the way up until the withdrawal window to come out of the draft if they're going to, but I just don't really see that happening, like I said. But for Joey, really it could be any time because I don't think he's going to pursue basketball at the next level, even if he does leave. I can see okay. him starting his career with his degree. So he's a real wild card in terms of what his decision might be and when he might make it. I like. I'm just going to use the, the f word on Joey Hauser. Like it's a fascinating decision he has to make because just like you said, like he yeah. he almost didn't come back for for this season from you know everything I've heard from you mm-hmm. from other people. Right. But also like okay, putting up like what was it 27, 29 points against Davidson like that that might right. have you raise an eyebrow, being like, oh maybe I could wreck some shop here next year. But I yeah. I don't know, man. Fascinating because like. On one hand, great end to the season for him, but on the other end, like he still has those deficiencies, like defense, for example. He does. Like, yeah, he does. hey, listen, he he lit up Davidson. It was awesome, but here's the quiet part: he he also let up a lot of points in that Davidson game too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm not saying I'm just saying though, but like, yeah. yeah so I, I I didn't rewatch the game, but I do believe that two of the open threes Davidson had in the first half were maybe his guy. Uh, I think yeah. that was kind of what I saw in real time, but I could be wrong there. With that yeah. said, though, but, I mean, that's, yeah, that's but, a guy you yeah, want exactly. to come back though. Like, in your opinion, is this like a kid that, like, if he comes back, you'd be like, great, or would it be like, yeah? So here's here's the way I would answer that: is I if if all three of those seniors leave, um, I do not see Izzo using all three of those scholarships on new portal guys. I can see two max. So then okay. the question is: Would you rather have an empty scholarship or Hauser? And in that scope. I would say I would rather have Hauser back. I like that. And that's fascinating. Perfect transition right to Transfer Portal Talk. That, that is why you are a pro's pro at being <laughs> an esteemed guest on the Lockdown Spartans podcast. So, true or false, Justin, Izzo knows damn well how hard he has to hit the Transfer Portal this offseason. I'm, I'm going to guess he does because he's not an idiot. But, of course, everyone <laughs> has uh, the age-old take of, well, he's stubborn. He doesn't like the Transfer Portal, yada, 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 just... Take it away. How do you slice and dice this transfer portal season for? Yeah, our that State is Spartans? true. That is true. He knows he does need to hit the transfer portal. And um, kind of when I reported yesterday that Michigan is going to be active in the transfer portal, I kind of framed that as centers the priority, centers the priority, because I didn't have, um, I guess, hope that they would just be looking at anyone and everyone that's best available. Obviously, not counting point guards because you don't need one. But the mm-hmm. fact that later in the day, I found out that they were targeting. Jalen Bridges from West Virginia, that he's who's like a, a small forward that could play power forward. That kind of tells me they're just they're really kind of attacking this transfer portal to the degree that a lot of Spartan fans had hoped. Um, whether or not they land him, or whether or not that everybody agrees that he's a great fit, just the fact that they're going after a position that isn't their biggest need, which they know is center, and are still contacting guys 
And I found out after I published that report that he was actually contacted several days ago. I just found out about it yesterday. So they were actually contacting him before the uh, Davidson game even happened. So that is how active they've been in the portal this year. And uh, it is very refreshing to see because I know people do have some hesitancies. And Izzo, he, he doesn't like the idea or the concept of the portal, but he knows he has to use it. Um, yeah. as we've seen with Hauser and Walker. But the, the question is, is he ever going to use it to the degree where he has two additions in one offseason? He was hesitant about that last year. Part of that just was the fact that he had placed too much confidence in what Gabe and Marcus would be able to do at their respective positions. So when um, b- both of those guys struggled at the same time, or even when Christian Brown struggled at the same time, you didn't have much production from the wings. So that was more of him being wrong, I guess, about what he saw out of his returners and less about hating the portal. But I did hear there was some concern on two portal entrance, two portal additions to the roster in the same offseason, and hopefully he does not have that concern this year. Be right back with our guy Justin Thin in a hot second, but first got to talk to you fine folks about Stat Hero. Oh boy, golly, gee willikers, my bracket is in complete shambles. Uh, and it has been really since roughly 6 p.m. on Thursday. But uh, hey, it's a good thing that Stat Hero has their NCAA single game pickums. Yes, the ones that pit star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on the players that you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long nods, funky props, anything like that. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Well, it's because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post their set of players. Well, you post your set of players, and then, simple as that. You go head-to-head. It's easy, it's fast, and it's the best way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes, and it is just truly what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign for free right now at stathero.com slash lockdown and use promo code lockdown for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash lockdown. Use promo code lockdown for, once again, a 100% match. stathero.com slash lockdown. Promo code lockdown. Terms and conditions apply. Also, it's time for Built Bar. Yes, I have talked your ear off about Built Bar for weeks, months, years, depending on how long you've been listening to this podcast. Really, and for great reason, because uh, they are just the best protein bar you will ever have in your entire life. Right here, in this ad copy in front of me, it says, It tastes as good as a candy bar. Mm Mm-mm. No, 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 no. It tastes way better than a candy bar. And if you don't believe me, check out the flavors yourself. You know, coconut almond, uh, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, or... Get into some of the built puffs like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They have a limited time brownie batter built puff. Cannot wait to get some of those. They're just so good, guys. And also, they treat your body well too. Most built bars contain 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, just four grams of net carbs, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. They treat your taste buds right, they treat your body right, and they also treat your wallet right. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. And get 15% off your order. One more time, grab your built bars at built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And before jumping back into our chat with Justin Thind of 24 7 Sports, hey, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. 
I think that's fascinating too, the whole Jalen Bridges offer. Cause just like you said, like, okay, Michigan state needs, 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 needs a center in the portal power forward. Right. That'd be nice too. But just like you said, this Bridges guy, he kind of plays between that small forward and power forward thing. Yeah. So it's, it's essentially best available player except point guard, right? Like I, I, I think it's safe to say you don't need a point guard. We've, Hogard, you have Tyson Walker, yeah. you got Trey Holloman if, if things get really bad and or maybe he surprises and you know he's capable of playing. So fascinating. Oh, but like I don't what start the agenda, baby. <laughs> start the agenda. Um but you've been like very into the transfer portal weeds and stuff like that. Like how how early in the portal season is it right now? Because th- this just seems like the tip of the iceberg. You know, you got some talented guys like Bridges, but like this right. is gonna get crazy in the next few weeks, right? Yeah, so right now there are over 500 guys in the portal. I think 559 when I checked yesterday. Yeah, 591 mm-hmm. right now per verbalcommits.com. Um, so there's quite a few guys in there, but the issue is that it's not a lot of guys that um, are just going to elevate your program, say, two or three yeah. seed lines. So, for example, Michigan State's biggest need is center, and in my opinion, uh, the only center worth uh, contacting is – the Utah Valley Center for Dawes uh, IMAC, I believe. That'd so, be like, great. if so, yeah. So, right now, like, at a position of need, it's not even like, okay, Michigan State has these five guys they should be calling right now or anything like that. So, for that reason, I would say it's very early. But I guess if you look at just the sheer numbers, there are over 550 guys there, almost 600 guys there. So, it's early, but it's not too early to the point where you shouldn't be diving very deep and contacting mm-hmm. guys. But it's it's too early to kind of expect them to narrow down to just one guy and lock him up right now. And like right now, for example, to highlight, you know, how much patience, I guess, must be needed for, you know, some of the bigger players to enter the portal. Like Sam Sessoms out of Penn State. I think we could both agree. A solid player, right? I mean, but I don't yes. think he's anything groundbreaking. Could he right. elevate your team a seed line? Maybe one, but not like two or right. three. And right now. Um, Evan Miyakawa, he has rated all these transfers. Uh, go find him on Twitter. He has mm-hmm. Sam Sessoms as the 12th best transfer out there. So uh, I think everyone had their opinion on him, but I, I he's a good player for sure. I don't think he's going to change yeah. your program overnight. And he's already a top 15 guy. So, yeah, I think some patience might be needed here just as – Right, kind and of a lot of the guys it. I'm, a lot of the guys I'm seeing in Evans' rankings here, a lot of them are backcourt guys too. So yeah, um, seems to be a trend of not a lot of uh, big men. And it, plus, like one of the kind of avenues I would like to see Michigan State explore is, in addition to what they did with the Tyson Walker Northeastern angle and, and this guy from Utah Valley, where they just dominate at the lower levels. There's also the other kind of guy where maybe like a John Harrow from last year where they're in a good conference, but just on a bad team. And um, there aren't a lot of those guys in the portal right now. Like Sam Sessoms is one of the examples that mm-hmm. you just gave like that. But I want to see like a center that was maybe the best player in his own team, but like they didn't do very well. And I don't know the big 12 or the SEC or the big 10. I want to see like more of those guys start to enter the portal before I want to see Michigan State kind of attach the one guy and, and try to reel them in. You took the words right out of my mouth because my next question was going to be, how can we legally tamper for John Hurrah out of Penn State? Because I I love his game. We got to free him from the shackles of Happy Valley. Uh, Things are not going well there. Come to East Lansing. You'll be loved, appreciated. Maybe not all the time in practice. Time is a little hard on his players, but hey, 
he's going to iron forge. He's going to make you better. Come to East Lance. It's like, I was yeah. just, just like, I love his, his, his eligibility ran out, unfortunately. So it's not um, important. That's, that's <laughs> no, no one's going to know. Like, come on. Not enough people were watching Penn state basketball to being like, Oh, Hey, this guy, he, he can't play anymore. But yeah, like yeah. that's just the player that we need, man. Just like yeah. so that's solid, uh, gritty. If I could borrow a, a cliche yeah. for, uh, you know, a, a player that plays, um, at like a lower level school to, yeah. Kind of be mean about it, but yeah, God, that'd be yeah. sensational. I got one more basketball question. Actually, this could be a lie. I, this might spiral into like five more questions, but I have one more topic right. I want to hit on right here. And this is, a, Justin, it's another true or false question. True or false, you're personally, you are personally feeling good about the outlook of this team for next season. Now, I know that could be an incomplete question because, just like we've been talking about the last 10 minutes, transfer portal season hasn't really started or ended, uh, but... Hey, just as it stands right now, true or false, you're feeling good about next season. Matt, next season, I will see you in Houston for the final. No, I'm just kidding. But Let's go. Uh, <laughs> um, the answer, no, the, the answer is true because um, I do have faith that they are going to be approaching the transfer portal as they need to. And if that implication holds true, just looking at what pieces return, they will have a backcourt that I have the utmost confidence in. I think um, if you do move Tyson Walker to shooting guard, like I kind of theorized in uh, one of my recent mm-hmm. tweets after the Duke game, you're looking at AJ Hogard that's able to give you 30 minutes if he needs to at point guard. And I don't have um, many complaints with him other than the, the shooting percentage needs to go up a little bit. And I think it will just because sure. I know how hard he works. Um, so he's a guy that he's a dog. He's what you want as a Michigan State point guard. I think he's your starting point guard right there. I think uh, Tyson Walker, he's going to be one of the better scorers in the Big Ten if he kind of develops a little more assertiveness, which I think if he's watching his full season in its entirety, um, he might start to see what everyone else is seeing in that regard. And I'm sure if he does Mm -hmm. get moved to the off-ball position, that'll naturally just program his mind to be more of a scorer. Um, So you're looking at very good point guard and, uh, and shooting guard tandem right there. Um, I guess you can label Christie as the three there, even though basketball is more positionless than that. But um, sure. Christie's going to gain his 10, 12 pounds. He's going to be able to drive to the basket. Um, and I know he's going to be able to gain that weight because he gained it last offseason. I think he gained about 12 to 15 pounds. So it's not a Marcus Bingham kind of scenario where the body just can't keep on weight. <laughs> and uh, yeah. once he's able to drive to the basket, he'll be more, um, he won't be as one dimensional and he's going to be able to continuous high defensive um, output there. So those one through three positions, I feel really good about those. I think Akins is going to play lots of minutes despite not maybe being listed a starter in my hypothetical where Tyson's the two. Um, mm-hmm. He's a guy that is everything you want out of a Michigan State player. He's gritty. He's tough. He rebounds better than his size. He's active hands in the passing lanes. He just brings energy big fan of what his future is looking like. So those four, then um, Trey Holloman, I know I joke about the Drew Holiday 2.0 thing. He's not a finished product yet, but just the the frame he possesses, the defensive intensity, the long uh, wingspan, uh, ability to change direction, uh, active defender. Like he has that Drew Holiday kind of mold. He's not going to be uh, a first round pick after two years or whatever Drew Holiday was. I'll have to look back sure. as you see other days, but at the end of the day, he has that identity and that mold, and I think he can give you 10 minutes off the bench. So backcourt, fully, fully bought in there. Power forward position, um, Malik Hall is going to need to bring a little more consistency. I think we all agree there. 
Um, right maybe on. if they do, yeah, if they, if they do land another uh, power forward uh, in the portal, like we're kind of looking at here with Jalen Bridges, um, or I guess Pierre Brooks. If you don't want to consider him a three, you can consider him a four. Either way, like I said, Vasco's positionless. So you you have enough promise there, and with them looking at the portal, there I have confidence. And then center, you absolutely need a, a center in the portal. Um, and, and if they can do that, I, I'm really, really liking the potential of this team next year. Has any – you know, I, I lied. There's one more question. Has there any been any player in college basketball history that has gotten more love and more hype from his fan base that averages just 3.4 points per game than Jaden Akins ever? And believe me, hey, I'm one of these people. I absolutely love his game, but wow, what what a – what pressure on his shoulders to have a bounce to next season because the the hype train is all all yeah. aboard on Akins. Is he the guy that has the most pressure on his shoulders going into next season, or is it a guy like Christie? Is it a guy I, like the older yeah. guys like Malik Hall, or is it someone else? I would say Christie, just because everybody knows what he can become. He just hasn't mm-hmm. done it yet. But I also think that he's the guy that pressure would impact the least, just kind of knowing a little bit about his personality and his demeanor. So, yeah, I would say Christie has the most to prove, but I also have equally as much confidence that he will prove it. But, yeah, you're right. The Aikens, the Aikens hype train, rightfully so, is, is taking off. Choo-choo. Um, if you wanted to measure hype per point, um, <laughs> I would say maybe Keon is maybe leading that Ooh, metric. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in terms of real kind of full-time basketball players that – um have a long-term future in the sport yeah i think akins takes the cake uh, in, in a lot of years there in regards to the hype train that he's put together and last but not least we got to chat about some football with our guy justin thin but before we get to that got to talk to you fine folks about rock auto that's right this episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, hey, does your Audi need a spooty sh- bo- bowdy? I don't know, man. I'm not a car part person whatsoever. Uh, but luckily, the family folks at Rock Auto, they're the auto people that are going to take care of all your auto part needs. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. And why would you choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? You would only do it if you were a giant circus clown. Here here but you're not a circus clown you are a smart individual and you use rock auto you take advantage of their low prices for every single customer you take advantage of their easy to use website to find the solution your auto part needs so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked down in there hey how'd you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's rockauto.com Speaking of Keon, let's just go right to football. And, hey, I have a really uh, well-thought-out, detailed question for you. So whenever you're ready for it, um, I'll, I'll fire it away. You ready for this? Mm, yes, now I'm ready. What's going on? What's what's going on in football? <laughs> I, uh, this is a sport I've so wrongfully neglected the, the last uh, week or so. But, like, anything else popping? Because, you know, obviously you get the Brian yeah. Green transfer from Washington State. So I believe that leaves one more spot. Is there – Anything on the radar there, or yeah? So, so, so most of these um, kind of transfers that are going to be on the radar in the future probably haven't entered the portal yet. I would say right after spring camp is done, uh, you'll see another wave of guys entering, and I would like to see Michigan State add a right tackle uh, when that happens. 
Uh, I'm very, very concerned about the two deep of the offensive line. I think uh, your left tackle okay. position with Jordan Horst is in good shape uh, as long as he remains with the team and the entire, for the entirety of the season. Mm-hmm. Duplain, solid there. One of Brian Green or um, Nick Samak are going to be the center. I'm guessing whichever one of those two guys loses that position battle, uh, plays guard. Um, so you're you're basically kind of set on the on the four right most spots of the or leftward spots on the line, but all the way on the right there you have uh, Spencer Brown with one career start. I have faith. I would say that he can elevate and become a starter, but if he or Horse uh, twists an ankle, miss a few games, I cannot tell right. you who would be coming in for them. Uh, I guess Brandon Baldwin is a candidate. Ethan Boyd, even though he was always on a two-year developmental timeline, in my opinion, and was never supposed to start before his retreat sophomore year. Um, I guess maybe you can hope that Braden Miller can come in in the summer and, and blow things uh, out of proportion in terms of his hype train. I do think that he can play very early. I think he's very underrated, but I don't know if anyone is supposed to play this early, but if there's an injury at tackle, you better hope that that it's – it's covered by somebody in the portal because that's that's what I'm looking at right now is the only question mark I have is the depth of the offensive line. Other than that, wide receiver group looking good. I don't think uh, Jalen uh, Naylor's production uh, will be missed too much, not because he wasn't good, but because Michigan State has a lot of depth there and a lot of young bodies sure. and wide receiver is the one position where you can project kind of quickly um, out of high school. Uh, Keon should step up and be one of the better players there. You return uh, Mosley, Reed, a lot of guys. So tight end, really excited about Jay uh, Johnson finally having a fixture at tight end. Uh, and Daniel Barker, he, he's really needed that his whole time at Michigan State. Um, if you kind of look at what he did at Colorado a little bit, I know the tight end um, numbers aren't staggering, but the uh, times that he threw to tight ends, third and long. Um, cut situations, red zone. These are the kind of situational um, elements of his offense that really could have used a tight end, and he did not have that at Michigan State his whole first two years here. Gotcha. So you're yeah. finally looking at him unlocking his offense to a potential that it hadn't had before. Uh, look, liking the running back room, I like Broussard. I like um, Berger. I think Broussard is going to have more yards per carry than Berger, but I think both of those guys will be good. That's just a, a little side bet I have with Corey. He thinks Berger's nice. going to be the guy that has the more yards for case. I, I like to fill in my stance there. Thorne should take another step. Uh, I would like to see what he does uh, without Walker. He, he was great last year. had liked what he did. But you kind of look at the games that Walker was either bottled up or not present, um, which would be the bowl game, the Ohio State game, uh, the Indiana game. Um, a few other games of the Nebraska game. Yeah, Nebraska. Uh, yeah. Didn't really, yeah. I didn't really like what I saw from Thorne in a lot of those games. Okay. So um, you got to just make sure that he can he can continue to produce uh, despite having a 35-touch, 30-touch running back uh, that is a Heisman candidate. Uh, I think he will. Uh, I just think that maybe uh, it might not be as graceful of a transition as people are thinking, but that covers the offense in its entirety. Defense, I would just say, love what they did in the linebacker room. I think it can help them in the pass rush. Defensive mm-hmm. backs, uh, most of them return. I like the addition of Amir Speed. Uh, Brantley will have another year. Uh, I don't know if he's fully healthy yet, but uh, just like what they did with the defense overall. And Brandon Jordan, 
Um, he doesn't have a lot of experience with who he's training right now. Tank Brown is the guy with potential. Chris Vogel is the guy with potential that was kind of misused. Uh, Jeff Petrowski, he's a guy that I like, uh, also kind of younger. Just a lot of guys that have potential but haven't really been like uh, already emerging on the scene. So I don't know if you'll see the true power of Brandon Jordan just yet, but just him uh, being there and those guys being young, I think that kind of offsets when you'll see like a middle ground level of production there. But yeah, that kind of runs through the whole team, but really like the linebacker room, really worried about the, the two deep of the offensive line. And uh, beyond that, I think uh, it should be pretty standard for what we all expect. And I think it should be another good year. Gets, that, that gets me fired up. Let's go. And, of course, I, I can't let you leave without just asking a recruiting question. Is the spring game, like, going to be this big event, or is it more just sporadic throughout the spring and summer when these, uh, you know, big four-star guys are going to be visiting for uh, their officials or that's officials? A, yeah, that's a good question. Because Michigan State has a lot of guys visiting right now in March. Um, they're going to have a lot of guys visiting in June for the official visits. Um, the reason I still think mm-hmm. that there would be – a, a big visitor crowd for the spring game is just because a lot of these guys uh, from out of state that haven't visited yet for March um, are kind of waiting for like a big occasion to spend money and travel on their own dime out of state. So that's okay. where you might see a guy like Caleb Presley or one of these out of state guys that haven't made it up here in the spring yet, make the trip here just before their official visit. And also last time around the, the staff couldn't do anything in terms of um, meeting with the players or even ensuring that they could have access to the game back when there was the, the capacity limit. This yeah. year, uh, those are out the window. And with how many people they were able to have come to the game last year, which I believe was over 30, because of that, and you take into those two things into account that I said about it being easier and, and more useful of a trip this time around, I think you're really going to see uh, a huge weekend there. Uh, in regards to what you saw last year, at least. Bang. Look at that. Justin Finn, as always, just delivering <laughs> pure, uncut greatness here, as he does whenever he joins the Lockdown Spartans podcast. These are always delightful conversations. I feel smarter every single time I talk to you. And, um, yeah, just I just feel like a, like just a better person after being <laughs> in the graces of your presence. So thank you so much for uh, for gracing all of our ears with the knowledge of the one, the only, Justin Thin, baby. That's right. Appreciate it. It's always good to be here. Looking forward to next time. And as always, I'll keep adding each of these appearances to my resume. Hey, let's go. Bang. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Really do appreciate it, as yeah, always. For sure. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it, man. And massive thanks to my guy, Justin Thin, for stopping on by and lending all of his knowledge for our ears. Uh, no one does it better. Than Justin. Uh, super plugged in, super nice with his time. So, yeah, massive, massive thank you to my guy, Justin. Uh, on tomorrow's show, uh, another fun chat. This, is, this one is with, uh, not friend of the program yet. This will be his debut on Lockdown Spartans, but I'm really looking forward to chatting with Greg Waddell. Uh, he is on Sleepers Media. Uh, you know, he's uh, produces the, the Field of 68 podcast. So we're going to be talking, you know, about Michigan State basketball, of course but also some gambling for Sweet 16 Elite Eight weekend coming up. So really looking forward to that episode tomorrow. Uh, super fun guy, and yeah, really looking forward to chatting it up with him. Also, just have to thank you one more time for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Now go make your second listen, Lockdown NFL Draft. 
Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker, bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available where you get your podcasts. All right, gang, go green. Love you all.